Big Dog Ball Talk, the street's favorite podcast. And if you have, uh, if you've been listening, the word on the street right now, Jordan, is uh, Drake Aubrey, your uh, your your buddy. Uh, for all the OGs of the the podcast, they all know Jordan and uh, Drake's history goes back uh, way back. Yeah, uh, to the first couple episodes, uh, you did like bringing that up. Uh, and uh, you know, he our, our friend of the podcast, uh, he just dropped his new album, Her Loss. Haven't listened to it yet, but the streets are saying it's fire. They're proclaiming it, Jordan. And uh, you know, I mean, the streets were always on the same page, so I figure yes. it must be good. I also haven't listened. I forgot that was today. Uh, it's with mm-hmm. Twenty One Savage, right? It's a Twenty One. It's a, a collabor- collaboration, kind of like you did with Future, right? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to listen to it. I totally forgot it was today, Matt. You saying that just uh, jogged my memory. Now I've got something to do after this. Uh, let, let's yep. get this done. Al- actually, Alex, uh, or, or actually, you know, you're going to be the one editing this, Matt, but no one needs to know that. But uh, pl- play some no, of it. They'll, on, they'll on, know. <laughs> play, play, play something off it, you know, your favorite song. Listen to it sure, uh, yeah. as the outro. Uh, we we got to mm-hmm. give the listeners that at least. Yeah, we'll start pirating music. That's actually yeah. what this will become. We'll get we'll get more listeners because people will be finding uh, other ways to, uh, to do that. Though yeah. it doesn't really make sense, I guess, in a way. But I guess the Apple Podcast, we'll figure it out. We'll find a way to <laughs> for you guys to to listen to music illegally. But first, you have to listen to Big Dog Ball Talk, and yeah. there's uh, a, a lot of ball to discuss to the, on this past week. You know, we had that late episode come out on Tuesday instead of the Monday, and if we had waited maybe another hour, we would have had quite the juicy uh, podcast to, to yeah. rifle through. But yeah. instead, uh, you know, it's coming Friday, but I'm actually glad that this happened because there's even more to talk about because, uh, you know, we talked about the Kyrie Irving drama and his uh, anti-Semitic comments that he was making uh, and, you know, that he really wasn't walking any of it back. And he pretty much doubled, tripled, quadrupled, whatever you want to call it, down on all of these statements and all of these comments and here we are now with uh Kyrie Irving on a minimum five game suspension without pay uh moving forward with the Brooklyn Nets in the midst of you know firing Steve Nash and rumoredly expressed interest in hiring Ime Adoka yeah. so I'm I'm yeah. uh, it's pretty stunning the what what the hell they're doing over there sean marks probably also on the way out uh, but i think they're just trying to go one fire at a time right now and uh yeah kyrie irving is uh really just putting his name through the dirt and uh you know I've, i th- i really am i'm almost shocked but i'm not shocked at how many people are actually in support of the shit this guy says yeah um but i think it just speaks to like you know how many uneducated stupid people there are now <laughs> that just get everything that they they know off the internet uh and just random facebook and tweets that they hear yeah, I mean, th- there is. I I saw on Twitter because I was scrolling through this morning. He did release uh, an apology on his a written Instagram. apology. Yes, a written, written apology, which I think people were you know some sort of apology was what people were after the you know this whole time just to, you know and and and. Like everything that happened yesterday, I'm sure those who were paying attention, people just wanted him to say he wasn't anti-Semitic or didn't hold the views. That's all um, he had to do: say, "I'm sorry, and I'm not an anti-Semite." Right. That's all he had to say. <laughs> right. So, and that's not uh, my. I know my. I know my truth. I know my history. Uh, do my research. Uh, whatever the fuck he said. I know the Oxford Dictionary. Y- yeah. So uh, all of that stuff. You know he, he, the the statement then from from the Nets. <laughs> Was you know it, it just I it was crazy because when I read it at first I, I I when I saw the headline I was like oh have the has the NBA suspended him but no it, it mm-hmm. was it was the Nets organization so you know like I, the the Nets organization is a crazy place man I I, I actually we kind of said it last episode I don't blame 
KD anymore. KD, everything I no, said, hundred percent. Everything I said, I take it back. Uh, I would want to get out of there too. Um, and come like, to the Raptors, KD. We'll take you. <laughs> yeah. But uh, like, yeah. What what a what an insane situation. Like, I don't know what's gonna happen now. I'm assuming that apology is going to like be sufficient like i think i think it'll be a five game suspension like if nothing else happens i think the f- suspension will just be at five games and he'll come back but at the same time though what the hell is gonna yeah what's gonna happen with the nets if if sean marks goes whoever new comes in whoever even the interim person are they gonna are they gonna start dealing people left and right are they gonna get are they gonna get either katie Kyrie, or both of them out of there um who knows but it's not Nothing is like certain now. I, I have no idea. And and before he did do this written apology, the talk was mm-hmm. like, is Kyrie ever even going to play in the NBA again? Because like, th- this is this is insane. Like what what had went on. Um and and yeah, like you mentioned, not uh, you, doubling down, not walking anything back. Um and I just want to say, Matt, I wanted to know more information, so I went online and I did some research. Mm-hmm. Just to look about, you know, find out what was actually in this film that he shared. Sure, and yeah, I initially, yeah. initially I thought, you know, maybe this film, you know, I, 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 there was no doubt in my mind that, that the film was anti-Semitic. If people were saying that's what it was, I no one was going to make that part up. But I was like, the way Kyrie was talking about it, I was like, okay, maybe there's some merit to some of the things said in the film. Um, so I looked it up and it there's absolutely nothing. Like it's a complete like completely made up uh film that you can't even call a historical film there's no one Mm -hmm. like i just read off some of like the you know the the what it's about the guy who wrote the book all that stuff there's no merit to it in any sort of way at all like i could read some of that's what we were saying in the last podcast you know the well the 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 one uh the adolf hitler rumored to have said (laughs) in a secret undisclosed location without confirmation like yeah, and like I like okay, so here here here's from this is from the uh, uh, I think it's called the uh, American Defamation League, who was the organization Kyrie tried to donate money to, but they wouldn't even accept it because he still hadn't nice, even apologized. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the so this is from it. The Jews have established five major falsehoods which work to conceal their nature and protect their status and power. Cre- Right off the bat, the, the most, you know, the, the number one fucking uh, anti-Semitic trope that there's, like, a huge Jewish conspiracy that controls the world. Um, the secret why, society. Uh, yeah, secret society. Uh, the Jews are Israelites and thus God's chosen people. They're saying that's, like, not something. Uh, Jesus Christ was a Jew. Uh, that six million Jews were killed in the Holocaust during World War II. That all races are equal and that all are brothers. That was one of the falsehoods that this book was saying. So anyway, I thought there was maybe, maybe nice. something in there. Like the way, again, the way Kyrie was talking about it, that there was, I don't know, some kernel of something that was real, but it wasn't. So like the, the book is just complete and the documentary is complete like crap. So the fact mm-hmm. that Kyrie wasn't willing to walk it back right away, I, I understand even more now why people were, like, outraged at it. And it's just, like, when he sat up there after practice, or he, he was standing, actually, the, the, the press conference when people were asking him, do you have anti-Semitic views? Uh, the, the one that basically got him uh, suspended. He said uh, stuff still, even in that kind of veiledly, like, when he talks about, you know, if you, if you want to trick a black person, you put it in a book. That was from the uh, 
uh, Amazon description of that book. Like, he was still, like, quoting stuff. And that in itself <laughs> could be used in a bunch of different contexts. That not necessarily wrong, but, like, I could see in his thought process that he was still kind of, you know, talking about the book and kind of backing it in a way. So, anyway, the whole thing is just, like, such a mess and a really, really bad look for the NBA right now. Like, this is, this is like, kind of gone beyond it and... It's uh, it, it's pretty messy and and oh, like yeah. even though he I has, I, don't, I can't th- I can't think of a like another sport where this much you know kind of outward hate no. speech really yeah. has come from. Like uh, the closest you can think of that's really divided people, uh, and it was probably you know it's not I wouldn't say it's gotten to this stage. You know the Kaepernick knee, uh, you know that was a, a yeah. big one. Um, but you know the NFL has a new controversy every week. This isn't uh, you know this isn't news. I mean yeah. Brett, Brett Favre stole. Uh, millions yep. of dollars uh, from the, I believe, the state of Mississippi, and nobody wants to talk about that either. But yep. Yep. Uh, though, though I'm kind of being a cliche now because that's that's kind of all anyone says. They don't actually do anything. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, fuck you, Brett Favre. Even though I love the Packers. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's 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 just insane, you know. Because again, these guys have these platforms. Like Kyrie said, the when he first got himself into these hot water, and again, he's just done nothing to walk himself out of it. No. Um, and at, at this point, it's you kind of have to think. If Kyrie wasn't Kyrie, like look at Miles Leonard. He said one slur one time on a stream with twenty five people on it, probably more than twenty five. But uh, you know, he he says one thing and he's done. He's suspended, take released, and he's never played a game in the NBA since. Yeah. Kyrie's probably going to come back from this, and nothing's like nothing ever happened. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's well, you, we'll you see. To, I don't know. You have to draw the line in the sand. I think if he, if he, I think if anything, he'll be the one that'll say, "Fuck this! I'm not playing. I'm retiring." Yeah, we've yeah. all said like I, I thought he was gonna like, like I, I could see him retiring any day. Yeah. Well, it's crazy though because, like, I, I was just thinking about it. Like, everything that happened last year, you know, with with the you know him sitting out with vaccination status, I was like, we all made the joke like something else is gonna keep him out again this year. Like, who would ever thought this yep. would be it? Who ever would have no. thought that this, like, what the hell? So now it's like, it's not even like a something something to joke about. Like, I genuinely think no. every few months, something's going to keep him off the court. I, I just don't think he can help himself. I think this is, for whatever reason, his, uh, his, his the way he likes to do things. I don't know if he, he likes the attention or if, you know, he yep. just likes to be embattled and fight with the media. I mean, he's always loved fighting with the media. Um, yep. you know, that's, that's just something he's, he's done since he was a very, you know, young player in the NBA. So, um, like if I was a team, like, I think teams already had this sentiment last year, but now after this, if I was a team, I would not, I would not trade for Kyrie Irving. I don't care yeah. how good he is. I wouldn't want him. So like the Nets since might want to uh, just get rid of him. Since he signed with the Nets, he's played less games. Yeah, than he's, he's uh, than he's missed. Yeah. So uh, it's like you're not even getting your returns on this guy. Uh, no, you, not at you know, all. Went and, and he hasn't big helped you. It's not even like he's helping you win. Like when he's on nope. the court, they got swept. Uh, he and then other than that, he's basically missed time every time they've been in the playoffs. Like he's he hasn't been yep. a good player who's helped any of his teams since he played with LeBron James. And before no, then, even true. he wasn't a good player who helped his teams. His teams were terrible. Yep. The Cavs were terrible until LeBron came back. So. I'm a hundred percent of of the the camp that thinks that you know I I think that that's just who Kyrie is like the, the old saying is you know when when people show you who they are believe them don't don't try and uh, you know um, put put this you know be, because he hit the shot in the finals and he has a when when he was playing well yeah in the that, playoffs, that one shot I he's feasted I'll, I'll off say that. this. 
I get I get into debates uh, all the time with uh, with a buddy, uh, you know, in a, in a fantasy basketball league of mine. Uh, a lot a lot of it's about Westbrook, but Kyrie. Actually, yesterday there was a good one going down, and that's always what it comes back to. Oh, well, he averages twenty five five and five through his career, and he hit the biggest shot in the NBA history, and it's like great. He's never actually won anything as the guy. All nope. of his teams never. that he's left have gotten better when he's left them. Or gotten, yeah. And he, they, uh, he even made an argument, you know, oh, what if he was on uh, the Celtics right now? And it's like he'd still be getting fucking carried by Tatum and Brown. He'd be the third best player on that team. And he was on, he joined the Celtics after they made the conference finals without him the year before, almost got yeah. to the finals. That season they were supposed to win 60-plus games and be the you know the one of the greatest teams we've seen recently. And it was a complete disaster because he can't, he can't focus on anything. He's not someone who leads, and that's not me making a judgment. That's just been proven over time. Yeah. Like when he's the guy who's supposed to be a leader on a team, he's either not been on the court or caused you know some sort of you know problems in the locker room. It's not even like his teams are happy. Um, and he knows this. He called LeBron himself to say it. Yeah, and 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 like God, like. I don't know. I, I, yeah, if I was another team, I wouldn't touch him. If I was the Nets, I'd be trying to trade him. But I don't know who would even get on the phone with you and, and want to take this guy. So Probably the Spurs. Probably. <laughs> uh, but, uh, like, I mean, so that's all that. And there are people much smarter than, than us who are going to talk about the, the whole situation. Um, and that's mm-hmm. fine. But the thing that's crazy, you know, basketball-wise uh, – if the Nets actually hire Ime and and they've got Ime out there on the court, like bring Josh Primo in too. I think he he he's Just ready to play. It, right? Just yeah. Miles Bridges, I think, is out there available. Why not? Delonte um, West, new head uh, assistant coach, or like uh, something. Just give him, get him in there. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, I, 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 Tim Car- Donahue should be ref. Tim Donahue should ref all the yep. Nets games. Um, uh, I, I like it. I mean, we should have one, you know, they should, if there's going to be people like this in the NBA, it's better if they're all just kind of concentrated on one roster. So, uh, yeah, yeah exactly. keep it going. No, let's go and, and just get Joey Crawford in there somewhere. I, I, yeah. don't, I don't care where, uh, yeah. just have him do something where he can be angry and, uh, belligerently, uh, pissed no matter yeah. what's going on. Uh, <laughs> I want to, I want to see him, uh, getting going. Um, but, uh, and, uh, it's, it's, it's interesting to see where this is all going to go. Um, but. I, I, I think I'll be I'll, I'll say this now I'll be shocked if Kyrie ends up being suspended any farther than these five games I guarantee that yeah. the league is gonna pretty much sweep this under the rug uh, I, I just as much as I think they probably should do a little bit more I just don't think they're gonna do it there's too much money for them and at the end of the day they're gonna treat it like a business they're not gonna treat it like uh, an actual uh, you know civil rights case or whatever you'd uh, you would like to address this as so yeah. uh we'll uh we'll have to to stay posted stay uh our eyes peeled ready for for more details to come out on this because again it's 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 not it's far from over because again once Kyrie gets in front of a mic it's going to be a totally so. different ball game than him writing an Instagram post that he might not even wrote I mean he didn't send yeah. he, he sent his uh, his his mom his stepmom and his dad to go uh to do the uh, what was it was it the uh, defamation uh, league oh, uh, yeah. meeting? Yeah. He didn't even yeah. go. Yeah. So I, I I'm not even convinced he's the one. He probably had a ghostwriter. Uh, shout out to Drake once again. And uh, I we'll just get a mention of him in every single segment. And I just want to say, like Kyrie, if you're going to talk about you educating yourself and learning, uh, quote about your people and all that stuff, that is great. That is something everyone yeah. has the right to do and should be applauded for doing. This is not actual research. Go, go, yeah. g- do something written and de- like. There's, there are tons of, uh, you know, scholars out there who are black who, you know, make their whole like their life's work is this stuff. So mm-hmm. don't, don't get up there and gaslight us all for getting mad at you for quote learning your history when you 
posted a film like this. This is a film with no value, no merit to it whatsoever. He, did, he said he didn't make the film. It's not his fault. And, like, come on, Kyrie. <laughs> come on. Do, do better. I know you won't, but come on now. Well, to, to move on uh, into the podcast, uh, another place of worry, but at least nothing that we have to worry about long term, uh, unless you're a Warriors fan, because maybe uh, this is a... Uh, the time that you're gonna have to really, you're starting to sweat. Uh, you know, four losses. They need, in a they row. need KD, man. They need KD back. That's what they. they need. Yeah, they wish they could have KD. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, four losses in a row, blowing a double-digit lead uh, to the Orlando Magic last night. The lowly Orlando Magic, only yeah. their second win of the season. Um, the Warriors not looking super hot. And actually, of this four-game losing streak, last night was probably the best that they played. They just completely collapsed. Yeah. Like, if you look through the box score, uh, you know, Steph went off. Clay even had a decent game, you know, hit seven threes. Yeah. Uh, there was a lot of positivities. I thought Draymond actually was moving around pretty well out there. But Jordan Poole, brick after brick after brick. That guy, with shot. his shot selection is great when he's hitting them. They're, it's horrible when he's missing them. Yeah. Uh, and I think that my biggest concern right now with the Warriors, like, because we've seen this, this happens a lot, you know, it's the championship hangover, you come into the new season, and, you know, you kind of are, you, you, it's hard to pick yourself back up to find that intensity when you played at the highest high of a level. Yeah. Uh, you know, game six, NBA finals, everything uh, on the line. Uh, you know, it's I th- like we saw it with the Bucks uh, after they won their championship. Uh, you know, they struggled a little bit out of the gate. Uh, I think they might have been even uh, a losing record after the first like fifteen or six, uh, fifteen or mm-hmm. so games of the season. So uh, you know, this isn't unheard of, but this is a little bit different because their team isn't built like the Bucks. Like the Bucks have, you know, a, a, in his prime, Giannis. They've got an over. They've got a 33, 34 year old Steph Curry, yeah. an old Clay, uh, who, quite frankly, has been bad again. Yes. He really has not been good since he's come back from his injuries. Draymond, who again is hit or miss, literally, yeah. uh, and then Jordan Poole is supposed to be this amazing super sub, but again, he's just very icy, uh, icy hot. You know, yeah. uh, he's hot and then he's cold, streaky. So, Jordan, I'm. I want to get your opinion, man. Do you think that this is time to start, you know, hitting the panic button on the Warriors, or uh, do they still have some time to make up ground? Oh, I, I think I'm just very hesitant because last year I hated on them all year long. I was like, this isn't gonna work. They're not the same, and then they fucking mm-hmm. got, they 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 fucked me, uh, you know, in the end. So I'm not I'm not gonna push the panic button just yet, but. You know they they haven't won a single game on the road. They go out on this road uh, road trip uh, on the, the out e- in the Eastern Conference. They lose to Charlotte, like the worst, maybe the Another worst, horrible like team. awful. They no lose to, Yeah, and and they lose to the Pistons. Uh, you know the next game. Um, and who they're who, sneaky. Who are sneaky, but are still the Pistons for God's sake. They yeah. lose to the Heat. That's fine. And then and then like you're saying to the Magic here. Got absolutely obliterated by the Suns in a matchup they should have gotten gotten up for. Really, like the, mm-hmm. this is you know what people thought last year's Western Conference Finals should have been. You know the 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 heavyweight. Uh, you know in in your conference or at least one of them. Um, and, and to the Nuggets as well, their other loss and like their defense is absolutely atrocious. I don't know what yeah. the hell's going yeah. on with their defense. They gave up 130 points to <laughs> to the Magic. Just well, to getting- shoot up. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly, and 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 that's that's the issue. Like, you can't you can't be the Warriors and have Steph Curry score thirty nine and hit eight threes. Clay hit seven threes, efficient all night. Like 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 you were saying, one of Clay's best might have been Clay's Clay's best game this season. I think it probably was. Yeah, um, yeah. And and lose that game. And and Draymond, yeah, he only had eight points, but he was he was doing his thing. He had he had his five boards. 
his make a nice you know, classic seven assists. Had the big uh, his his signature classic handoff and one dunk there at the end. But mm-hmm. yeah, you, you you're just letting uh, letting the Mavericks just uh, the the Magic run the score up on you, letting you know. Suggs just walked into a three. Toward, like, Draymond, great, there was a switch. Hey, great game by him, too, though. Gotta Suggs give him his had the flowers. game of his life. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah, what a big shot. Like, a deep step back. Clay defending you. That is not easy. And then the steal it was right funny, after. He, he like, like, those Magic guys. And, again, this Magic team is not even 100% healthy. Cole Anthony wasn't playing. Yep. Markel Fultz hasn't played all year. Like, they're thin at guard as well right oh, now. Yeah. Uh, and, but he had, a, he had a great game. But he was, like... He was. This was like his NBA Finals. Then. Yeah, and that's I know. kind of what, what happens when you're the NBA champs. Teams were going to circle you yeah, uh, exactly. on the calendar every single night. And yeah. I just don't think that the. Like, I think the biggest problem for me when I'm watching them right now is you see all these young guys that people keep pumping their tires like, oh well, Jordan Poole and James Wiseman and Moses Moody and Kaminga. This yeah. is the future. This is like so they're gonna just pass the torch from Steph Curry and Draymond and Clay. And it's like, okay, just because they're younger and they play with these guys on the same team doesn't mean that. They're just going to roll into this. They're going to become great players, and this dynasty is just never going to end. You still have to be good players. You still have to be drafted well. You can't just say this is going to work. James Wiseman, I'm I'm, I'm one more bad game away from just denouncing my oh, faith been- in this guy. He is brutal. He's bad, man. Like, I know that he pretty much has no experience playing basketball outside of high school. Like, I think literally, like, 20 games, if you combine college and G League and everything in between, like, 20 games, seriously. And he's been bad in all of them. And he just doesn't really look like he has the attitude to be out there. I don't know. Um, and then Kaminga and Moody. Like, Moody, I also, don't think he's very good. Kaminga's just athletic. Like, and then you, so you're pretty much putting all your eggs in a Jordan Poole basket. And I'm not really sure that's going to long-term work either. Yeah. And also, is, is Kaminga injured? Because he didn't play last night. Is he injured? I have no clue, man. Probably. I, I think he was I hurt a lot last year, too, at one point. But, like, I'm like, this is the magic. They've got a lot of, you know... Uh, Lanky guys, like uh, athletic guys. I, you would think that Kaminga would be a good choice in this matchup against against Orlando. And I'm unless he's injured, You're mistaken, he man. was they, just they had a, to give they had to give 13 minutes to Ty Jerome. Yeah, and Ty Jerome's out there. I forgot he was <laughs> even on the Warriors. Like, like, yeah, the the team like. This was my issue with them last year when I was looking at it. Before Wiggins actually proved himself to be in uh, a, a really useful uh, role player and even more than Mm -hmm. that in the playoffs, I was like, these guys aren't actually that deep, and I'm kind of seeing that again at the beginning of this year. Like, if you think back to the Warriors when they were the Warriors, they had Iggy coming off the bench a lot of the time, and that was a near-prime Andre Iguodala. Plus, Sean Livingston, who was an incredible backup player. They had all the other guys they brought up early on. Yeah, vets who knew what to do. They had like guys. Oh, Spates. Spates. They had Barbosa early on who would mm-hmm. come in and do his Bogut. thing. Like, yeah, yeah. Bogut when when you know Draymond would slide up to the to the five. Like they they had a, a really solid team of vets that would come in and and hold leads and sometimes extend them. And that was it was as tough to play the Warriors bench unit as it was to play the the, the starters. And and yeah. it's just they've lost that. And last year they were able to overcome it with. Just amazing play from Steph and and Wiggins stepping up, Poole being you know heating up at the right time, Draymond still doing his thing when he could. But like every year that this goes on, it's gonna get harder, and you need the the young guys to step in and make up for that you know loss in production that the older guys have. Yeah. And so far this year, it's just it's just not working at all. And it's really on the defensive end is where it's showing up the most. If if they keep if they keep playing defense like this. They're going to be 
a fucking 500 team. Like they, they've they've got to shore up the defense somehow, um, and that's got to the the only cavalry that's coming because you can only de- defend on or. Uh, rely on Draymond so much. Wiggins is going to have to pick up more scoring load if Clay is going to be inconsistent. Um, mm-hmm. And so, you know, defensively, you're going to need the young guys. And I, I, I don't know, you know, that it, they haven't proven themselves yet. So I don't know if they can do it. I'm not saying they can't, but they haven't shown that they can do it yet. So defensively, they're going to have to pick it up, or they're going to be pretty mediocre. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know Dante Divincenzo is—he's uh, yeah. been missing some time, and that's, that's like one of those guys off the bench that should, uh, you know, in theory, be you know a, a big missing missing piece. But because last year they, they had Gary some... Payton, right? Like, yeah, without exactly. him, they're they're missing a, a really really solid perimeter defender. So yeah, they need. Divincenzo. Well, he, yeah, he he really helped them out uh, last year. So yeah, they need Divincenzo back. And uh, for the record, I did check. I'm pretty sure Kamingo was just a straight up DNP. Yeah, I don't uh, get that. I, so. I don't understand why. Like that's that's concerning because last year he, sh- I thought this year was gonna be like he was gonna be of the young young guys between mm-hmm, Moody mm-hmm. him and, and Wiseman. I thought he was gonna be the guy um, to to really yeah yeah become that that rotation player Steve Kerr could rely on. So that's that's concerning and it's in in and of itself early early season game when you're missing other guys to just not play them. That's uh, yeah. We'll, we'll we'll see. I I'm a little concerned. My hands hovering over the button, but yeah. Again, yeah. like I don't know about you, Matt, but I. I've got the scars from last year. I, I so didn't believe in these guys, and they uh, they did prove me wrong. Yeah, I think I might have picked against them almost every single round of the yeah, playoffs. So me too. Uh, until yeah, the I'm, finals, I'm, I'm I got them at the finals though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm, I'm cool. To, I'm not going to hit it quite yet, uh, but I'm definitely I'm I'm ready to do it. Also, uh, shout out to Wendell Carter. Uh, he's also oh, yeah. a bit of a beast. I I, I mean, since we didn't trade from Chicago, he's done well in Orlando. So uh, shout out to him. He's probably not there for the long haul. Hit two threes. Uh, yeah. Hey. Love the sports goggles too. Yeah, I love the the court vision goggles. Uh, to to move on to the next team that we want to chat about here, uh, I'm I, I did tweet this too uh, through our, our Big Dog Ball Talk uh, Twitter account at Big Dog Ball Talk. Go follow those. Uh, you know we get some uh, some good tweets out there. Yeah. Uh, James Harden gonna be out one month uh, due to injury now, uh, missing time with the 76ers who have really been struggling uh, so far this season as well. Uh, not been the uh, the start that they imagined that they would have either. Uh, you know, a lot of teams, uh, a lot of really like kind of title contending teams have fallen off coming into this year. Uh, but four and five record uh, as of recording this right now on the, on the Friday. Uh, I honestly think this is a blessing in disguise for the 76ers. <laughs> Me too. I think that they're going to get better. Yeah. I think they're going to be better without him. I think that they're going to do that bully ball. They're going to move it down low and just let him be, do what he needs to do, surround him with shooters who will actually pass the ball. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, that that's going to work. I, I think this is how you win with a, a dominant big man like Embiid. When you have guys uh, like James Harden, you just know he's not going to give him the ball to actually work on the post or on the block or anywhere. Joel Embiid essentially has become like a stretch five. Yeah. Uh, and that's really kind of disgusting to see because he is <laughs> one of the best players in the league. Like he's better than James Harden. Oh, Why yeah. would you make James Harden the focal point? There's no way, no world, no class that uh, James Harden is above Joel Embiid. So uh, yeah. I, I actually think if you're a 76ers fan, you really want to watch to see how this team plays without yep. James Harden on the floor. And, uh, you know, if you see an improvement in play, maybe there's a deal to be made somewhere. I don't know. But because how? I don't... I don't know like how many times he's gonna get traded, but like again, it's kind of like it's like my theory with Westbrook. Just send him somewhere where he can just go and get these points and these stats and do whatever he wants, and then you know that's it. Maybe they'll get a Las Vegas expansion team, and then that'll be the perfect place for him. Isn't it funny those three guys, the three Oklahoma City guys? Everyone says you know, 
everyone said was, look oh, these they're, young kids. they're going to be they're amazing. Just so they're just going to be incredible. Like, yeah, great look kids. at how they've all turned out. Like, God, <laughs> they've been fu- they've been fucking annoying me for t- 10 or 12 years. Like, God. Mm-hmm. Like, it, James and Harden. Serge Ibaka like, is the only one who yeah, Serge, really earned Serge his is ring. the one. Serge is the one who really got them. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he is the only real ring. Um, but, like, there's... It's just so crazy to me. Philly has another issue about fit. Like their two best players, whether or not they play best <laughs> together on the floor. Like uh, they, that was the one thing they wanted to avoid above all things. They thought, you know, James Harden, he can actually shoot it from the outside. But like everything you said is is right. Like why do you want James Harden dribbling uh, a, a billion times on the perimeter again and again and again? And James yeah. Hart uh, and, and Joel Embiid. Just getting fucking lazy and and uninterested out there, just kind of going through the motions, you know, not touching the ball nearly as much as he should be. Um, you know, he he's tr- James Harden's turned Joel Embiid into like a big that gets annoyed, like a big that you have to feed the ball to, uh, you know, every once in a while to keep him engaged, because otherwise he's not going to even see the action. He's just going to set screens exactly. and roll around yeah. like it's 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 ridiculous, and that that's why you know I'm surprised Doc's held on this long. Um, and you know, you, you were right, by the way, Steve, Steve got out before doc. So I, I, I owe you some, some amount of money, but, uh, yeah, hundred dollars. Is that not? good? Okay, cool. Uh, but you know, I, I think doc's been just the rotations, the way he's letting uh, Harden dominate the ball like this. Like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think that's been, you know, good. I think, I think every Harden, time he tries to call a post up for MB Daryl Morey zaps that's Doc the Rivers that's what uh, I was going to say a, a little remote control or a button <laughs> underneath his desk and then that's when you know oh, or like the, the, the chest the heart, please the, the, the chest cheating scandal you know the, have you heard about oh, that oh yeah yeah. The, the, mm-hmm. yeah of course there's probably something big up into there. the chest scene something, something up there uh, in, in, inside Doc but uh, the <laughs> <laughs> he's, got, he's got that dog in him <laughs> the uh yeah, that's what I was going to say. I think Harden's just got all the fucking... He's not worried about anything. He knows Maury's got his back, so he probably just ignores Doc out there when, when he makes a call for, for Embiid. But, yeah, like, I 100% agree that they will probably get better and that you'll see a good, you know, a, a faster-paced Philly team led by Maxi. Mm-hmm. You know, he's going to drag the guys up and down the court, and I think that's going to get Embiid in better shape. He's going to start looking better. He's going to start dominating games because he's, he's going to have no other choice. They're going to need to play through him constantly. He's going to, you know, uh, provided he doesn't get injured, he's going to get his confidence confidence up and get his swagger back because he's fucking, he's got mm-hmm. no swagger at the beginning of this season. He's looked no. like a fucking, like he doesn't even want to be out there. Um, and then, and then James like Harden's going to... pretty much gonna, every other big man who's ever played with James Harden. Exactly. Uh, and then James Harden's going to come back uh, and then it's going to be awkward for a while and, you know, I, I don't know what's going to happen. But, like... Yeah, I, I I don't I don't know what you really do because it, maybe you explore trading him. Uh, you know I, I I don't know, but like theoretically on paper it should work. But you need sure. it's just like the Westbrook situation. You need Harden to be someone that he has mm-hmm. shown that he doesn't want to be, which is going to be hard. It's hard to get these guys, especially if you've won an MVP. And you've been a guy doing it your way for so long. Uh, you, 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 it, it's hard to do, but you, you've got to change James Harden somehow because the way he's been playing so far, um, on this little comeback tour of I'm James Harden of 2018 again is, is just been, uh, it's been a disaster really. Um, and, and yeah, it's just, it's hilarious that there's two, two stars don't fit of all the things, of all the issues to, to yeah. happen to Philly again. Uh, but yeah, like, 
I don't know. I don't know. I picked them to go to the finals. I thought that, you know, the star power would kind of win out at the end of the day. But I don't know about James Harden. James Harden's almost as hard to deal with as Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, no, I, I would definitely agree with that. I just don't think he cares as much, so he isn't as vocal about yeah. his issues. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, he just says, like, whatever, yeah, and then just keeps doing the thing that they ask him not to do. Yeah. Uh, but, like, I actually I do think if you're comparing, if you're looking at the backcourt situation right now, if you were going to take one duo over the other just fit-wise, like how, how they work on the court, Tyrese Maxey is a better fit to work in a pick-and-roll with Joel Embiid or just 100%. in a give-and-go. Uh, I, I mean, just size-wise, uh, athleticism-wise, and, and obviously play style. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's kind of that spark plug, uh, the Energizer Bunny on the court, moving around, zipping through uh, screens. And with Embiid, you know, he can take a lot of those uh, those doubles and kind of use his speed to his advantage because yep. they're either going to have to follow with him or you can dump it off to Embiid for an easy two or even for like a pick and pop situation. Like yep. James Harden can can also do all those things. I'm not saying that. Like, don't get me wrong. But the thing is, James Harden just doesn't do those things. And he, he doesn't even like to, not to And he doesn't... I don't even think James Harden... He's a good pick and roll player, but I think he, over the years, has gotten way more used to being an isolation player. He just kind of sizes oh, yeah. somebody yeah. up, you know, does a step back three, tries to get by you. Like, he doesn't... He's not like a someone who likes to, to run the pick and roll, which is ridiculous mm-hmm. because the Harden and Embiid pick and roll is incredible. Every time they do it, it works, but they don't even do it all that much. It's It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I think that, you know, maybe Embiid, because I don't really think when you think about it, like, yes, he complains and he flops like a little baby all the time, which <laughs> pisses me off. Because, yeah. uh, like, I, I always forget that, too. Like, I start talking with the Sixers and I start praising Embiid, and then I watch him play, and I'm like, I actually don't like watching this fucking guy play basketball, no matter who he's playing, because he just flops. He's such a baby. I so know. maybe I don't even want, maybe I want James Harden to stay there. Maybe until he can grow a pair, I want uh, James Harden to stay there and he can uh. suffer until he can become a diva in a good way and put his foot down and say, listen, I'm a beast. I'm seven feet fucking tall and I average 30 points a game down low. Give me the rock, James. Yeah. You're done. Yeah. Then well, he needs to be the guy to say it. Otherwise, I don't think this is ever going to be fixed. Oh, now my fire alarm's going off, so I hope you all enjoy this. <laughs> Dude, babe, I'm mad. You're going to die. You can't just, you can't keep uh, recording the podcast as the flames engulf you man that would be pretty badass oh i can do it really i can do it okay i see there's something behind there's smoke matt i can see it are you good you're good to keep going seriously man that's just the fog okay cool uh all right let's uh okay we'll keep it moving then um what were we talking about james harden yeah uh imagine matt imagine if the sixers had next to maxi like our really good like three and d two guard uh in the backcourt like if it was instead of harden like a guy who could really fucking splash it and 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 play defense like i like i don't know fucking desmond bain uh you know prime prime championship danny green someone like that i know they already had danny green um but like i i just feel like that that would be that would make so much more sense i i don't know if that would really like tip the scales top level because i think maybe you know once the playoffs come around, having another big time scorer next to um, ne- next to Embiid is is really you know something that you'll you'll need eventually. But to be honest with you, Maxi has kind of showing that he can do that. Maxi is showing like it, he he showed crazy shit in the playoffs. Now I still I, he still has to prove himself that he can do it in the deep rounds against the best defenses. But I feel like there's a little bit of redundancy when you've got Harden and Maxi um, in there, and I think. I, I don't know. I just the the construction, like we said right from the beginning, I thought they could overcome it. But those two those two guys in the backcourt who don't really play all that well 
together because you're just making the other one just basically a spot-up shooter. Uh, and especially in the case of Harden, he doesn't do anything off ball. He's almost as bad as Westbrook. Um, and, and neither of them play any fucking defense. Like, uh, the, the the construction of the team, like, if, if, if they... Uh, I'm, I'm assuming they're going to be forced... Doc's going to be forced to play Tybal a little bit more when, when Harden's out, uh, or, or they'll have to make some sort of trade at some point to bring in another defensive-minded uh, uh, perimeter guy. But I think if you... Just at some point in the season, if there's Maxi, uh, Harris, and, you know, if the front court is... Harris, Tucker, and Embiid, which I think is fine. And and you've got Maxi running the show. And then another defensive guy who can stop point guards and other, uh, you know, wing players uh, and who can hit shots. I think this team is actually going to look good. Whereas, you know, before with Harden in that spot, they just looked clunky and, and things didn't really make sense. I, I really think if you tweak the construction of this team, it'll work better. Um, but I don't, I don't know if they have the avenues to do that. So, so we'll see. But 100%. I, I, I will bet money that they'll be better with Harden out, and that's going to make things really interesting for the Sixers after that. Okay, now that I've gotten through the fucking fires and the flames and all the other <laughs> bullshit, fuck my building, fuck these you people. Are crazy, no, man. this is ridiculous, man. Every fucking day this you happened. You saved so many people yeah, just then. Yeah, I left my camera on. Jordan could see me. I had five people, women and children only. Uh, yeah, on my back, carrying them yeah. up and down stairwells, and I, I, I wanted Jordan to be there for the, the whole experience to document this. Uh, yeah, my heroics, fun. but yeah. to to move on, uh, you know, a, a, a guy who's kind of put out some fires on his own uh, in his, for his team, Shy Gilgis Alexander, Canadian oh, yeah. Hale, uh, say uh, hey. he's been on a fucking tear, and I feel like this conversation's kind of been coming up been as uh, you know every season has kept kind of going for him, but this year. With the Thunder, you know, they've, they've got a good record right now. They're playing well. Uh, you know, will that last? We're not sure. Uh, I really hope it does. Um, but a large part for him and his team's success, you know, has just been his ability to command the ball, command the offense. And, you know, the numbers don't lie. I mean, 37 points, 4 rebounds, 3 assists. 34 points, 4 and 6. 38, 6 and 9. 24, 5 and 6. 33, 5 and 8. 28, 3 and 7. And 32, 6 and 5. That's insane. Those are insane stat lines yep. all around. Like, he's doing everything for his team. Uh, and, again, they're actually winning. It's not like these are hollow stats either anymore. Uh, like, his team is actually yep. good. And, you know, I think like the, the, the conversation is kind of coming up. Right now, would you consider Shai Gilgis-Alexander an all-star? Because, you know, he's he's kind of been on the cusp there. And I know I'm a, I'm kind of a stickler when it comes to, you know, teams that are winning, deserving, uh, you know, their their players to get those all-star nods. And if the, if the Thunder can even just stay, you know, around that 500 mark like within a game or two even if they're yeah. below i think i would make sga a, a first time all-star because I, th- I think he's earned it at this point yeah yeah that's what i was gonna say like I, right now if the all-star game was tomorrow absolutely he would be because you know 500 mm-hmm. is fine like as long as you're not a losing team if you've got stats yeah, like four these, and four and four right uh, now you're, you're an all-star yeah so yeah, a hundred percent. If they can, if they can somehow by the All Star break, it'll be a miracle for them, and probably against uh, Preston's yeah. wishes. Uh, but uh, if they can be, uh, yeah, around that five hundred, absolutely. If if like he's averaging over thirty points, six assists, two and a half steals per game, like he's getting it done uh, defensively, a block, which yep. is good, like a full block for a guy at his position uh, to average. Uh, you know, is it, really impressive. Five boards. Can shoot the he's shooting ninety eight percent from the free mm-hmm. throw line. You know if that keeps up, he's gonna his point points averages are gonna be high all season because you know he gets in there and he, he gets to the line. Um, he's you know shooting 
seven free throws per game. Uh, the field goal percentage is over 50%, which again, for, for a guard is just yeah. insane so far this year. The only thing that's, you know, leaves a bit to be desired is just over 30% mm-hmm. from three, but you know, he, he's, he's not taking all that many of them. So he's not really, you know, hurting his team. Um, and you know, he, he, he can make the big ones when they count three point shooting is not, you know, that, that big of a yeah, weakness yeah. for him. So, you know, just across the board, just in, insane stats. Absolutely. He, he's an all-star. He's been one of the best guards in the West, um, so far yeah. this year, um, and uh, and and it's tough to make the All Star team as a guard in the West. It's really tough. Like ask uh, you know Donovan Mitchell and, and, and for the longest uh, time you know, Devin Booker, Conley, all these guys who who've made it but have you know missed out mm-hmm. also because there's other guys who have just been better than them. Um, so so yeah, and I, I, like it just goes back to what we talk about with OKC this whole time. Like they're 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 another year where they're gonna try and get a decently high draft pick, and it's gonna be. Okay, next year we're gonna get it going, but it, can he make it through this whole next year without you know getting cold feet, wanting out? Uh, uh, the rumors kind of swirling. Um, I don't know, but uh, like it's just such a shame that he's not on a competitive team, and and that, like it's it was it was already a shame last year, but you're seeing it with the you know the, the way he's playing, like completely out yep. of his mind. I would love to see him on a team that doesn't have to be necessarily contender, but a team that's. You know, got some some other good guys. Hey, imagine him. if like, the Clippers held on. It, oh my god! Because if that's I the mean, thing, they gave up a lot. They gave up him plus all those firsts. I mean, I think this is really shaping up to be the Clippers' worst nightmare that they could have had through this whole situation. I mean, SGA probably could have done just as well as Pandemic P did in those uh, playoff series they've had. Hundred percent. I mean, if you could somehow convince Kawhi to just come anyway, you know, clearly Kawhi wanted PG to come and join him, um, and that was somewhat part of the deal but yeah i mean if you had if you just had Kawhi and let's say in an alternate universe he was actually had mm-hmm. been healthy if you had uh sga yeah plus everything they didn't have to give up and Kawhi, that's a crazy fucking uh tandem to have uh that would kind of bridge a couple different generations yeah. you know at this point sga could be taking over a lot more of the load for Kawhi, and you know going forward like yeah that's uh that's one they're gonna you know probably uh look back on in in a few years especially with you know depending on how things shake up for the the clippers come this year and next um you know through the end of their their contracts yeah. uh but uh yeah i would just love to to either see him on another team or you know if chet had been playing this year it'd be another story because they'd be even more i think if chet played they would have really went for good. it yeah oh 100 yeah i think that they were re- primed to do that i think the chet injury was all that really uh you know, made them decide to, to, to stay kind of held back and, 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 you know, because yeah, I mean, even with SGA playing out of his mind, everyone else can play really well. Dort can have an amazing Mm -hmm. season. They're not, they're not making any noise in the playoffs. Like there's no way. So I get it. I understand. And, you know, we've had this conversation before, but, um, still though, like, you know, I would say, Next year, if you've you've got to go for it, not only with Chet back and whatever draft pick you get, trade for some veterans, get start filling out this team, and if you're not going to do that by next year, you got to trade this guy because I want to see yeah. him. One way or the other, I need to say see my guy playing competitive basketball. He's he's one of, like he he has a chance to be one of the best Canadians ever. Uh, you know, yeah, and and skill wise, he he already is one of the best mm-hmm. Canadians ever, but. He's just been stuck on this in this situation where there's been no no willingness to win, and it's been really tough. And you know, I I can't I I can't uh, fucking I, I'll I'll be pissed if we go through 
in and into it, the like smack dab in the middle of his prime, and he's still in this situation. I'll be pissed. So something's yeah, got to get. Yeah, well, uh, I I think it'll be interesting to see you know where the Thunder end up going from here. Because again, yeah, I don't I I would be shocked if they're really in that playoff picture. But you know what? If they again, if they if they can stay competitive, they can show they have effort and. Uh, and I'm expecting SJ to cool off at some point. I mean, like everybody yeah. will. Uh, I mean, it's just that's just natural. Um, but I mean, yeah, the streak he's on right now. Uh, I mean, you can't you can't ignore these numbers. You can't ignore the performances. Uh, him just putting his team on his back. I kind of think almost he knows that he has to have these crazy outings to even try to get uh, yeah. into these big games. Uh, like I think he wants to win. I don't think he's happy like i i can't imagine oh, yeah. it's easy because like as I've, I've said this every single time we've talked about the the thunder and sga uh you know that his rookie season was the best season he had success wise with his team after that it just plummeted way downhill so yeah. i'm uh I'm, I'm really hoping that he can you know get some get some just even playing experience just uh, get get back into that that that, yeah. that role of being the guy on a on a team trying to play in a big time game uh, but you know the, the yeah. that's going to depend on a lot more factors than just him uh, you know it's going to be it, it's pretty tough to will a team uh, that far but you know maybe uh, the way he's yeah. been playing maybe he'll be the guy to do it so uh, we'll keep our eyes peeled on uh, our eyes focused rather yeah. on uh, on SGA and his performance but uh, it's time for some Homer talk. Another guy that we've had our eyes peel, uh, just hey. just completely glued into, uh, Pascal Spicy P. Siakam, maybe Spicy MVP Siakam. Oh, 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 wait, 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 wait. Siakam and the Raptors, they're looking pretty fucking good right now, Jordan. 25 points per game, 7 assists, yep. and 9 rebounds. Uh, and those, those could almost be, be rounded up a little bit, too, uh, to 8, eight assists and uh, 10 rebounds. But two triple-doubles already on the season, uh, same amount he had total last season. Uh, I mean, Siakam yep. hasn't he's, – he's looked like a totally different player. Like, this is by far the best Siakam we've seen. He looks comfortable. He looks fluid. He's moving down the court with a lot of swagger and a lot of confidence. He's taking and making tough shots. Uh, and I think the Raptors right now are looking like one of the, the best teams in the league. Do I think that they're going to win the championship right now? No. Yes. Not yet. Not yet. Oh. I'm, not that, I'm not that sold. Do I think they could make some noise in the playoffs? <laughs> Hell yeah. And I think that if you can get that top three, even maybe uh, fourth seed. Like, I think Siakam actually has legitimate MVP considerations. And what if he wins the MVP? Could he be a top three Raptor right then and there? I mean, he's already in that top five oh, bubble. I mean, me? he's, he's depending on your cup of tea. Like, I mean, I think he would. I think he might. The only Raptor know, to win an MVP. Uh, he's got and he was on there. that championship um, team big role. Like, I think you probably got to put him uh, like right up there with Kyle. If he could pull this off, like, I mean, there's a lot of season to play. That's let's not 100%. jinx anything here. Let's just talk. Let's just talk. Let's, just be, let's no. not be too crazy. I want to be crazy. Let's not be too yeah. crazy. Yeah. Well, it's funny. I'm, I'm looking at his uh, basketball reference page. This is the first year he's ever, by basketball reference, been considered a center, yep, yep. Uh, which is interesting because they are playing playing him up there a lot. Like Nick Nurse so he starts said, every game. You know, yeah, and and you know very clearly their 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 best five does not include one of the traditional centers mm-hmm. they've got. You know they they've got they've got Coloco, they've got. Uh, you know, Precious and all these other guys, but you know, their their best five is when they've got you know uh, Fred out there and Gary, uh, Scotty and OG plus mm-hmm. Pascal, and it's working really well. Those lineups are working really well. It was it was kind of like you could see Nick Nurse was tempted by it last year a lot, but you know he didn't always mm-hmm. go with it. Um, but it feels like he's he's really leaning into it now. And yeah, like stats wise for Pascal, it's been just great. Like uh, you you read them all off, but like he's. He's really like in terms of stuffing the stat sheet, like he's yeah. right up there with anybody else. Like with points, rebounds, assists, getting it done defensively as well. Like he's not he's not quite 
with everything he's asked to do offensively now, he's not the crazy defender he was like first few years, you know, in the league when he was really no slouch though. But no, a hundred percent. Like he's not someone you want to have to go up against. Uh, and when he needs to turn it on, like you, you can see, he's got you know the the wingspan, the speed, the height. He's added some mm-hmm. muscle. Like he's he's just he's just and. He's shooting it from three, finally, at league average. Like, he's shooting it uh, 36% Take from three, it. which, if he can keep that up, holy mm. shit, man. Like, he's he's just, every everything that, like, uh, all the little things that he was working towards and everyone was like, oh, if he can put this together, he'd be great. He's literally doing it all now. Like, he's, he's got it all. Like, he's got, he, he when, when, when he's coming down the court, like, he, he just grabs a board and pushes it. He's become such a better passer. He's always been good at that, but he's, he's getting even better. Uh, getting everybody involved, you know, he's still get he's getting to the free throw line uh, eight times per game. Like, uh, literally, like the, he's he's done everything you could possibly ask for a guy who wasn't even a high fucking yep. draft pick. Like he's a guy who was picked up as a project. Um, and and yeah, like a hundred percent, he's in the MVP mix right now, especially because you know the Raptors are in third in the conference. Uh, you know they they they're trailing Cleveland and Milwaukee, but you know th- there's a lot of games left. And they to beat play. Cleveland. The Raptors are still doing well. Cleveland's they, only they lost. They did 100%. Like they, 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 uh, you know, they, and they're they're playing well so far, even without Fred Van Vliet, who's missed a couple yep. games now. Um, and like, yeah, like uh, I, I literally have not. I have I'm I'm running out of good things to say about him, and and a, a thousand percent. I not just being a homer, and and this being a homer take. He is in the MVP talk, top top five at For least sure. right now. And if the Raptors can keep winning. Uh, and he can keep being that guy who's, you know, getting triple doubles, you know, leading in those three ma- major categories in, 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 in many outings. Like, he's he's going to be right there, which yeah. is crazy. Absolutely yeah. crazy. And he's just got to stay healthy, too, because he's dealt with kind of annoying injuries uh, and, and little you know, stints of missed time here and there the last couple of years. He looks completely good right now. So I'm yeah. knocking on yeah. all the wood. Yeah. That he can stay out on the court because he's fucking yep, killing and, it. Right and now. he'll have those good numbers too because you know he gets all that usage. And uh, Nicky Nurse, you know he likes to run these yep. guys into the ground, kind of a young Thibodeau. Uh, thirty-six minutes a game yep. he gets, so uh, you know his per thirty-six minutes are just his minutes, uh, which is a little bit bonkers. Young Thibodeau is an awesome. That is a good name, name actually. Yeah, maybe we should do that, and we'll get on the next Drake album. Uh, his loss if he doesn't uh, put us in. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, a yeah. it, it, right now, Siakam, you know, he's even chasing history for the Raptors. You know, he's uh, he's got uh, consecutive 20-point games uh, in a, uh, to start a season on the line right here, trying to chase DeMar DeRozan. Uh, he's still kind of, I think, I think yeah. it's around 12 games DeRozan had, 2016-2017. Uh, so uh, he's still got, you know, he's got yeah. he's got a couple more games to go, but I think he could do it. They're, they're playing the Mavericks tonight, not the best defensive team inside uh, or just uh, in general, really. So uh, we'll see if uh, Spicy B can keep it going uh, up against Luca and the boys uh, tonight, and uh, you know it's, that, that one's going to be a fun game to watch. Two MVP candidates yep. going head to head. You got to love that. Uh, but yep. uh, to move on now to the final segment of our show, it's Westbrook Love, huh? What? That is, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> familiar with this. It must yep. be uh, an editing mistake. Uh, Alex, please fix this. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, Russell Westbrook uh, in this bench role that uh, you know we kind of knew who he was going to be moving to, uh, you know, coming into the season. You know, he had some, uh, uh, you know, words about it. He didn't really, wasn't really embracing it. Um, but he's actually been playing better off the bench, weirdly enough. I don't know if it's the yeah. no, not as much pressure or playing against these second units, but Westbrook as a six-man 
Not bad. Maybe six man of the year. I don't know. Uh, find those, find those <laughs> tickets. Find those tickets, guys. Yeah, that could, they could uh, probably get some juicy odds on that if he sticks it out. Uh, I mean, what? I mean, we all said this. We were like, Russ, just come off the bat. Like, it, it's funny to to see something. You know, maybe this will, maybe this will be his. Uh, finally his awakening is like wait actually wait if i listen to other people every once mm-hmm, in a while mm-hmm. especially people who know what they're talking about um maybe it'll you know it'll be good i mean look it's plus minus right away as soon as he gets on uh, you know move him off the bench he was a flat zero uh in, in game one off the bench uh, against minnesota i think that was his first game off the bench i'm looking at his thing he's played three yeah, off I the bench so. right Matt? am i, I looking so. at that right so yeah, against Minnesota, you know, because he, he started off the season all in the minuses. Then he was he was zero plus yeah. eighteen against Denver, incredible, and then plus four against uh, their their win in uh, against uh, the Pelicans. And yeah, two two wins in a row. That he, he you know it, largely playing or or at least more so playing against more kind of you know second units when he first mm-hmm. does come in. You know, good for his confidence. Uh, He's he's getting you know less less minutes overall uh, you know although they're they're sort you know they're, they're, he's actually got more minutes or, or just as many minutes off the bench so it's like you know the the minutes are changing when he's playing them but like even if you're talking you know he can't be that upset it's not like he's getting a drastic yeah, uh, decrease yeah. in minutes it just makes more sense with with him you know coming coming off the bench and leading the second unit and yeah he's had uh, you know best scoring games mm-hmm. uh other than you know he had 19 in game one but 18 18 and 13 he's had you know uh, uh, assists uh, have been good the last couple uh eight and nine uh, in the wins against denver and new orleans which i think is instructive like i think when he actually can use what athleticism he still has to get the ball push it and find mm-hmm. other guys like that's when the the lakers offense is actually looked good but, but for the first the time uh you know this when is, this is the big problem with this whole westbrook thing because again i i'm i'm i, I don't no. ruin it matt he's great now he's good i, I again, like man. it it's Six great man. he should but the problem is it's both him and the lakers and lakers fans just really everything around that organization he's gonna start putting up the, he's oh, gonna start putting this. up good numbers everything's gonna be going well and there you go fuck westbrook's good start him why is he coming off the bench? Start him. Why are we starting this guy? Then he's going to start, and the cycle's just going to repeat, and it's just going to go and go and go and go, and we're just going to go insane looking at it. Like, they have to stand firm to this for this to work because if they let him start again, then he's not going to want to go back. He thinks that he's playing this bench role to push himself into the starting lineup. There's no way. like Of course he does, which is another thing. I mean, that he might just be playing well. He might just be on his best behavior yeah. right now. It's like, okay, I'm going to pass in. the ball. I'm going to... Like, I, I seriously don't think this is going to go long-term. Uh, I think Ham is going to go, you know what, Westbrook, uh, you know, I think things are working out pretty well. Because, again, Dennis Schroeder, well, you know, they, like that fucking guy isn't really any – he's not hot shit either. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, he has a couple bad games and then they go, okay, well, Westbrook, let's give you a shot. We'll put Dennis Schroeder to the bench. And then it's not going to work. Start Matt Ryan at point guard, maybe. I don't know. Uh, that that no <laughs> yeah, controversy yeah, yeah, yeah. there. But yeah, I'm. Uh, I, I, yeah. I. Again, I'm very happy that Westbrook is like we're finally talking about him in a positive light for once. Like uh, I, I know that we're like we're yeah. the, we're pretty big haters on him uh, on this podcast, but that Absolutely. all that's uh, like that's been warranted. So I'm just hoping that he'll be able to realize this is where he is now. This is not Westbrook of 2015, 2016, where he's averaging a triple-double, 30 points a game, and he's hitting buzzer beaters. This is Westbrook that can't hit a layup or, uh, you know, shoot free throws. Like, he needs to just take this humbly and just do what he can to help this team win. Because 
This is his last chance, yeah. probably. I think this window is closing for him to win a title. Uh, it's obviously getting really close for LeBron. Anthony Davis, uh, I mean, who knows how long he's uh, left uh, in those knees or elbows or shoulders or back, you know. Uh, his, his yeah, his, I don't know how his much body. is left in his body. Anything that touches yeah. a surface yeah. breaks. So, so. I'm, I'm really, you know, the, this Lakers team, you know, they, they're starting to pick Pick it, pick up some steam here, and you know, as you said, back-to-back wins. That last one in New or- against New Orleans, you know, in overtime, that's a big win. Uh, no Brandon Ingram though, uh, but we just need to see him put this together and then, you know, string it together consecutively. Because right now it's just too, too little, too little of a sample size for me to believe that they're actually going to stick with this. Because I, I, I truly believe he has one more good game. They're going to put him back in the starting lineup and think everything's hunky dory, and it's just going to go to shit right again. Yeah, they will. Yeah. 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 Well, Nothing more to say. You know yeah. that's gonna happen. It's the it's the Westbrook and cycle. Then, you know, it'll be more, it'll be more fun to yeah. talk about. Yeah, a hundred percent. And yeah, he's he's definitely trying to play his way back into it, which is the wrong way to think about it. I mean, I don't know how else you're supposed to think about it. I guess you're always gonna want to start, but like, I, I, I as long as I you finish know. games, I, I that's what matters. Think, that's the thing. Like, I, I, it hopefully it can get to a point where it's not really gonna matter that he, you know he can start or he doesn't. Like, hopefully this has kind of uh, like humbled him to the fact uh, to you know to to the idea of just you know not not trying to uh, you know realize mm-hmm. who you are a guy who literally at this point is better for your team coming off the bench when you go full out and try and be who you are like who you mm-hmm. used to be taking dumb shots you know trying to do everything for the team so like hopefully even if he does start again he can take these lessons forward and just play more like this guy who he's played like the last couple games where it's been yeah like like just it, he he really just has to go out there move the ball to the open guy make you know make 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 you know some good passes in the open court whatever take an open layup when it's there try and make it mm-hmm. for god's sake and don't shoot too much uh you know outside of what mm-hmm. your ability is like he actually uh, against denver you know in his best game of the season he actually shot two for four from three so uh, you know that's great because he only took four uh thank god um and and you know he, he so every now and then he'll make two of them and, then, yeah. and that'll be great but like just play within your fucking role which right now is a bench player first guy off the bench but a bench player um, and yeah, even if he starts, I hope he takes that with him because he's shown no willingness to change up to this point. He had to be forced, but maybe that's what it'll take. It we'll see. Uh, it, it's the Westbrook yeah, experience. Yeah. To, to paraphrase uh, a very uh, important uh, saying in our lives, uh, know your limit, play within it. Westbrook, uh, <laughs> yeah, life. no, in your in You're your fucked. life, uh, yeah, Whoa. yeah. Uh, but everybody, uh, that's all we have time for for today's big dog ball talk. Hope you guys have enjoyed this uh, roller coaster of fire alarms and delays and everything else in between. We uh, always appreciate your guys' support. Uh, so keep hitting that download. Keep uh, you know shouting us out to your friends, family, whoever. Uh, you know, give us a share on social yep. media. Why? Why not? Fuck it. Uh, shout us out at Big Dog Ball Talk. We'll we'll get back to you guys. You yeah, or email us, email us at Big Dog Ball talk at gmail.com that's always good too um but uh yeah most importantly yeah give us a follow at big dog ball talk twitter instagram tiktok uh you know we want to hear from you guys we want to you know see that support so uh help us help you uh and of course it's matt icon with jordan Fiegel. and as my good friend jordan always says matt i want to take my own mm-hmm. advice we're, 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 we're saying Kyrie should really just apologize when you hurt someone you all right here we go so matt i i apologize mm-hmm. to you for dominating no. you in high school no. basketball no. and every other facet no. of life. I'm no. really sorry. No, no, no. no.
Pa apology re uh, apology rejected because it never Childish. happened. Childish. Apology because it never happened. Childish. Man. Look at this right now. Look at this. I'm just saying I'm sorry, man. Elbow in, man. Elbow in. Swish. <laughs> I'm, hitting, I'm hitting jumpers nice. over you even right now, man. It doesn't matter. Remote in your face. Matt, Matt the fire the fire is raging. Trust me, man. The only thing uh, that's on fire is the court. When I get my jumper going, man, don't you worry. <laughs>